Hey y'all, before we get too far into this episode, I want to acknowledge that Amanda knows that she is mispronouncing my name. Um, we recorded this episode uh, over a month ago, and at the time, I wasn't quite comfortable with correcting her because I didn't want to hurt her feelings. It's a whole thing. Um, but I finally did let her know and she was just like, girl, you, why didn't you just, you should have just told me it was, it was a whole thing. We laughed about it. Um, so I just wanted to, to add that in there, um, before this episode started because I couldn't edit out when she mispronounced her name because, uh, it would have, it wouldn't have made sense. So just wanted to let y'all know we're, we're both aware. And in later episodes, it won't, it won't happen. <laughs> anyway, enjoy this video, y'all. Um, let's chat in the comments. Bye. <laughs> I'm like picturing all of this. You like, I'm, oh my God. Oh, okay. I have actual tears. <laughs> Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Whew. Um you intro. Cue intro music. ourselves in case you're new however if you are new this is episode four i need you to go yeah. back and listen to the first three episodes yeah if, if this is your first episode i mean but, welcome i don't know how you found it oh. you've missed a lot please go back yeah there's there's some updating that you would need to do yes but for now i am mm -hmm. asia aka mama loves manga okay and this is my wonderful, lovely, shady-ass co-host. Mm -hmm. My name is Amanda, also known as Aichi Yume. And yes, I am an incredibly shady person. And I have been since I exited the womb. <laughs> it's okay. This is why, this is why I love her. I'm just, we, this is, we, we work well together. Okay, we do. So, Amanda. We do, we do. We do, <laughs> we, do we do. Yes. So, Amanda. What are we talking about today? Hmm? All right, kids. Well, not kids, because this is an 18 plus uh, procedure. We're going to talk about problematic stuff. This is an episode that I know, like, I think since we started this podcast is one that I've really wanted to tackle. Yes. Mm -hmm. You've been very excited. <laughs> I'm slightly nervous, but I think I, it's going to be, I, I think am. it'll be good. Yeah. I think it'll be good. Why are you nervous? Um, what what makes you nervous about this? Do I make you nervous? No, it's not you per se. I, I, I think this is going to be, I don't want to say controversial, but I do know that there are going to be a lot of people mm -hmm. who may not like this conversation. Um, 
Because there are a lot of people who like to use the word problematic a lot. um, And I don't really think they know Mm -hmm. fully what it means. And um, I can't stand people who do that. So I I think that it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Um, But yeah, it definitely does get thrown around a lot. (laughs) It does. And And this is where. Okay. So this is where I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I have a background in this stuff from a much older generation. So I think that leads a lot into my experience and how I process words like problematic and stuff like that. Um, I guess like in this Mm -hmm. instance, I'm the weeaboomer. I'm a little bit less tolerant to like the word problematic being thrown around. If you do, I will say this. I'm going to go ahead and Mm -hmm. shield um, Aisha a little bit. If you disagree with me at any point in time, disagree with me. Like, this girl does not deserve any uh, barbs that you can throw. If you <laughs> do not agree with anything that I have to say, cash me outside. How about that? Like, <laughs> I can handle it. If you if you think that one of my hot takes is too hot, come at me. Because, like, mm. I've been doing this for... 15 years Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i can handle you whatever argument you have i got you but uh do not send any hate to aisha because i i will not tolerate that at all (laughs) thank you friend (laughs) you're welcome um I, i i need you alive so i can continue to ride on the coattails of your fame oh my gosh okay see no i'm not i'm not famous okay not even close (laughs) (laughs) you always say oh my gosh i can't with you (laughs) so should we define what the word problematic means yes i think that would be i think that would be a good way to go ahead and like start this is just you know let's what what is problematic what does that actually mean um and we'll go from there okay you know what I think it might be interesting to sort of afneg this a little bit. What do you think problematic means? Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you right on the spot. What do okay. you think it means? Okay, so for me personally, when something is problematic, I believe that it is when something harmful is being portrayed as a positive. And I'm spe- mm-hmm. specifically speaking for manga. We'll keep it within mm-hmm. the BL frame. Because I'm sure mm-hmm. it's different for different things. But within the mm-hmm. BL manga frame, I would mm-hmm. say something to me that's pro- like genuinely problematic, for example, is the predatory gay trope. Okay. Because okay. of the fact that in real life, there are a lot of people. I live in Oklahoma where a mm-hmm. lot of people still believe that gay men specifically are predators mm-hmm. you know all these things and so for me that is a that is something that is problematic because mm-hmm. it is reflecting real life and then making someone that believes that could read that and be like see that's how they are and i know mm-hmm. that that's not everyone's i know everyone's not going to read that and think and think that but it it is problematic to me it's the same thing leaving the bl space talking about mm-hmm. like um, black people and how we are portrayed in the media a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fiction, but it is problematic to be to have black women in a show portrayed as like you know, let's say, uh, 
single mother, mm-hmm. like a perpetually single, you know, mother, whatever. Because like, yeah, there are single black mothers, absolutely. But mm-hmm. when you see them on TV, like when you see them portrayed in movies as single mothers who are constantly going through it, it definitely like backs up that narrative that a lot of people already believe. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I see it as problematic when it's happening mm-hmm. to the point where like it's um it's just it's over it's overdone. Like I okay. think there are people that exist in life like that, but to mm-hmm. have it portrayed in media over and over mm-hmm. um especially in fiction when you could write a different narrative, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. when it's it's problematic. So that's okay. I, guess, I don't know if that explains my feelings about what problematic is, but yeah, if it's something, it's a harmful trope or whatever mm-hmm. that we see in real life that it's mm-hmm. constantly being portrayed in fiction when it doesn't have to be that way. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. No, it makes sense. So what about you? Okay. So I think for me, let's see. For me, I think if. I, I don't think a lot of things are problematic. I think the only times that I tend to do are things that mostly just, like, haven't aged well. Mm. So, like, outdated terminology. So, like, I like a lot of boys love from, like, the 90s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, seeing the word tranny, yeah. that's not a word that we use anymore. Right. Uh, seeing, like, the F word being used for queer people. Like... So yeah. for me, problematic mostly comes from, like, outdated modes of thought. Like, so the one big thing that comes to mind for me, like, is gravitation, where it mm-hmm. has, like, some very outdated uh, thoughts around, like, bisexuality and very, like, reductive thoughts about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of discussions about, like, just general masculinity when it comes to, like, who is what in the gay romance. Mm-hmm. Like, that to me... If something is problematic to me, it kind of just makes me go, yikes. Like, if uh-huh. it's, like, a cringe, like, a eh sort of thing, that tends to be problematic. Now, I don't react to those things usually very strongly because, mm-hmm. like, if you know anything about me, gravitation is, like, one of the most important things in my life. So, like, even right. though I can say, hey, I think that that's a bit of a yikes, like, it's not enough in that instance for me to be, like, that's a full hard stop. Right. Um. But that's, that's to me what tends to be problematic. That's, that's what I find mostly to be problematic when it comes, like, especially in the boys love space is just like things that are outdated Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or just like didn't age well. Like, oh, that's not a great way to talk about like being transgender or being bisexual Mm -hmm. or like sexual assault. Like those aren't great ways to cover that topic because now we have different ways of talking about that. Um, but again, like, because a lot of the stuff is older, I'm kind of willing to give it a pass air quotes mm-hmm. because like it was the 1990s. There was no other word for transgender. Right, yeah. <laughs> like that was the word that everyone used. Um, now here's where I turn a little bit old man yells at cloud. <laughs> what the word problematic does not mean is I don't like something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is, drives me up the wall Mm -hmm. if you don't like something that does not make it problematic right you don't get to throw that word around um and i think like that that has really muddied the discourse because Mm -hmm. the thing with problematic is that it's sort of like cultural appropriation where it shuts people down 
It's a great Mm -hmm. way to shut a conversation down. So like if I mentioned, oh God, what's like one, what's a, what's a problematic anime that I could list or like a problematic boy's love? Do, 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 do. Ten Ten count. count. (laughs) We said that at the same time. (laughs) We sure did. We are synced up. The, the planets have aligned. We are now of one brain. I was not expecting. That was that great. Was perfection. I was. <laughs> so, so if there's something in 10 count <laughs> that I don't like, I don't get to call that problematic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, cause like, yeah, like the things that I just mentioned about it, like I do have some issues with the way that like therapy is displayed <laughs> and like stuff like that, but it's not like my therapist has never done any of that right. to me. I might be on a very different therapy journey if that was the case. Right. Um, <laughs> I've never had, I, I also have OCD. My therapist has never offered to do any of that, but all right. Listen, if my, if I had a therapist who looked like that, I, I mean, I might, I'd be like, you know what? See, that's, I mean, that, that is a very, <laughs> I'm, think, I'm right. See, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> right. We're going to get canceled. Those, those youths are going to cancel us. Um, but like, that's is that a little bit cringe for me sure it is right. but like i'm not gonna go call anyone something awful right because it's a little cringe for me and i think like that's something that i want to say off the bat mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh stop throwing that word around because you can ruin someone's life yeah. like cancel culture is exhausting mm-hmm. it's scary And there's so much context around this stuff that I think a lot of people, and I hate making it an age thing, but I think it's an age thing, Mm -hmm. is that a lot of younger people have all this terminology and all of these words, and they use these words like weapons. Mm -hmm. And instead of having discourse, it just shuts people down. Like, do you want to shut a conversation down? Say something's problematic. Say something is culturally appropriative. Mm -hmm. Say those things. And it just, you can't, most people don't have the rhetorical skill to be able to navigate around that. Mm. Now, luckily, I'm an asshole and I can. <laughs> I will fight you. Right. It's like, that's appropriative. Where? Tell me mm. where and tell me why. This is problematic. What element? Right. Talk to me. You can't You can't just throw that word out with me and then hope that I get scared because right. I'm not going to. Right. You are not going to scare me by... You know, if I post something, it's like, that series is problematic. Tell me what element. Mm-hmm. Tell me which part. And then let's talk about it. Let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> or at least let's get to a consensus of why you feel that way. Right. And that's... Because I guarantee you... Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Well, because like, just, just most of the time, it's usually such arbitrary mm-hmm. stuff or it's stuff that... Or it's stuff that can be explained away. Like, it's stuff from older series where, like, yes, that's a yikes. This series is also older than you are. Right. Yeah. Well, and... Or this is culturally different. Right. You know? Well, and that's the thing. It's that... um, And going back to what you said about people using the word problematic to describe just something that they don't like. You know? It's not... Mm -hmm. Like, there are a lot of things that I've read in a lot of BL that I don't like. But mm-hmm. I would not call it problematic for myself. Now, I have used the term mm-hmm. problematic because I know that that's the term that a lot of people use and understand. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. I really mean is I don't like this aspect of it. It was triggering for me or it was whatever right. or I didn't like the mm-hmm. way that it went. But it's not necessarily problematic mm-hmm. because, again, it's something that's not necessarily mm-hmm. causing harm or it's not necessarily causing someone to think, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, what if, like, it's not necessarily, what's the word I'm looking for, corroborating someone's current beliefs you know what i mean like if someone mm-hmm. is reading like going back to 10 count with like, yeah that there the, the therapist guy he was doing he he was they were both flawed people but he definitely was abusing his position as a therapist um but mm-hmm. i highly doubt that a therapist with their heads on their shoulders is going to read 10 count and be like hmm, i'm gonna try that on my next client <laughs> like that's not it's right like it's not it's not a manual right it's, it's not <laughs> something like it's not it's not an illustrated guide like how do i ruin a patient right. and fuck them yeah too? and like no like most therapists aren't gonna read 10 count or most people yeah most therapists aren't gonna read 10 count and be like hey this is a great way to treat a patient with OCD, like, no. And and people with OCD, I, or if you're suspecting that you have OCD, I would hope that you're not going to 10 count and, like, using that as yeah, a please guide. don't let 10 count be the thing that helps you figure out it's, your OCD, not, for the love of God. Like, please don't do that, because it's not... Please don't. And that's why I'm saying, like, 10 count is not framed as something that is meant to be a guide. So, therefore, to me, for my definition of problematic... It is not problematic. Mm-hmm. If it were framed as something right. that you're supposed to, like, this is a, this is how it's supposed to look. Like, this is how, you know, that's mm-hmm. problematic. Does that make, does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone's idea of problematic no. is going to be a little different. But for me, like, framing right. really has, plays a part in it. Like, if it's, if, if 10 yeah. count was, you know, was marketed as this, like, authentic look into you know these two people's lives like an authentic um Mm -hmm. portrayal of a person with ocd or a therapist and all these things like then i'd be like whoo that's problematic Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely not in no way shape or form is it meant to be like this authentic look it's just a look into like a a, like a what if this scenario happened (laughs) and let's see how messy it can be and and not even not even authentic. Like, I think I would... So, like, we we say framing a lot. And framing really is just how something is framed or you see it within a narrative. Yeah. And framing is an issue because it can really color your experience of how you see something in right. fiction. So, like, Law & Order SVU has this problem a lot where it really frames violence against women as very sexy. Mm. Like, the women, their bodies are posed very artistically. Mm-hmm. Usually the music kind of swells right before something happens. Mm -hmm. It's shot like a porno sometimes, which can be really, really dangerous and continues to perpetuate some of these issues that we have with violence against women because it's framed as attractive. So I don't even need 10 count to be framed authentically. Even if just one character was more innocent than the other, I would have issues with that. Mm. I would find that to be problematic, Mm -hmm. but because they're both messy assholes, I'm yeah. okay with it, and I'm here for it, whereas my popcorn. Right, 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 right. And I think framing is a huge part of what... I think framing is a big part of, like, what makes 
for my mileage on problematic things Mm -hmm. uh, stretch or lower because Mm -hmm. I can, much like a used bottom, I can take a lot of abuse, but (laughs) I need it framed well. Like I can take a lot of like really negative stuff in a series, but I, you cannot ask me to have good thoughts about anyone doing something bad. I broke Aisha. (laughs) I am so tired of you. sliding in those like <laughs> yeah you i you choke on that thing that you were fixing to drink like you choke on it because you do that all the time you slide in some like little <laughs> little little thing talk about like a used bottom bitch <laughs> i can't i can't and then you just keep moving like you didn't just say that uh <laughs> I love that that's what makes you mad is that there's no pause is that I will just say that and keep rolling. I can't with you. (laughs) Anyway, continue on your little. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, like I think it's, it's the framing that usually helps me deal with stuff. Like I will, I will go to I will continue to talk about Maiden Rose and I will keep beating this dead horse. You are never expected to empathize with either of the main right. characters because they're both doing bad things. So when Klaus literally rapes Taki, mm-hmm. the framing is horrific. Everything about it is shown that it's bad. Taki is like repeatedly saying no. He's clearly protesting. No one is enjoying this. No one's having a good time. Mm-hmm. Klaus looks huge in the frame of the panel. Mm. He's intimidating and terrifying. Everything about this looks like a crime. Right. So there's no empathy that you have for him. He is a monster in that scene because he's acting monstrously. Right. So I don't right. feel anything good about his monstrous act, which means that I can see that scene as it mm. is bad. Now it means that I have a different way of processing it because I can still read it as bad and keep moving. But if they tried to make me empathize with Klaus in any way during those scenes, I would have very different mileage on how I feel about that. Because that's Mm -hmm. one part of earlier boys love that I have a very low mileage of now is the romanticization of like rape. Like rape is really fetishized and romanticized in early boys love and i just don't have the mileage for that anymore that i used to and that's a valid problem that if someone brought up i would have no issue with Mm -hmm. saying is an issue but no one talks about that part um but yeah like that's something that now looking back at some of the series that i think are really important like jazz jazz was Mm -hmm. formative to me i have a huge problem with how sexual assault is framed in that one Right. I still do. And again, in the same breath, I can say that it was formative to me. Um, Right. Yeah. I just, I I don't like anything that shuts down conversation. That's my big thing. Right. Well, and speaking of like, I'm literally thinking of um, a title that has rape in a way, like I, I don't, mm, I don't like it. Um, and it is a, tr- it's a trope mm-hmm. that like, I don't like, um, and it's mm-hmm. rape used as a way for the characters to get together. So like in where has love gone, which is one, oh, that, that, was one that I sent to you. me. Yeah. And I actually, 
it, it's so upsetting because it has so much that I love. Like it has, it's their office worker. So there's like office love. Um, I love them except for the mm-hmm. first chapter, like the first chapter when you meet them, um, mm-hmm. the, who I'm going to consider to be the Sime, the dark haired, cause there's a dark haired guy and a light haired guy. The dark haired guy rapes the light haired guy at work. And the light haired mm-hmm. guy while mm-hmm. he's being raped is like, Oh, he's just doing this because he's really stressed and he's taking it out on me. And it's like, he's just completely flippant about it and okay about it. And I'm just like, right what like you're that's a problem this is this is a problematic trope because again it's portraying something that in real life could really genuinely hurt someone and it's portrayed in a it's it's yeah it's it's framed in a way that we're supposed to be okay with it there are no consequences right dark haired guy does not he he ends up getting the guy you know they end up together and happy and it makes and it's like frustrating because it's like they could have met in any other you could have used any other way for them to get together i would have even been fine if they had gone on like a if they had to go out you know to like a a company drinking thing like they do you know they all have to go drinking together Mm -hmm. and the two of them get drunk and end Mm -hmm. up in a love motel like, I would have been so fine with that mm-hmm. if they're both drunk and they have, like, a one-night stand mm-hmm. and then their relationship started from there. Me? Me? Mm-hmm. And my, the way I'm set up, I'm I'm good with that, okay? Like, that is something that I, right. I would love to see. But rape? Like, really? You had to do, like, and then you had to frame it in a, like, you have, now I have to like the person who did the raping and feel bad for him because he's, he's stressed. No, you don't get to rape someone just because you're stressed. That's weird. So that's like the one thing. And I still, though, I still enjoy this. I'm still keeping it because everything else about this story, I really enjoy. It was fun. Like, they are actually, like, right. outside of that, they are a very fun, cute couple. Like, they're, they're, they're the way they mm-hmm. navigate their relationship is interesting. And it's upsetting because I'm like, why? Why did you have to? Who, who wrote this? Who was the, who is the mangaka? Oh, Ryoku Tsunoda, why did you have to mm-hmm. start their relationship out with rape? Like, and the thing is, is what I will say is I do appreciate the fact that the rapist is not gay or he was not the the openly gay one. You know what I mean? Or not openly because mm-hmm. but he was seemingly straight, you know, so at least the straight one mm-hmm. I'm using air quotes is the aggressor and not. So there's not mm-hmm. the predatory gay trope. Not really. Like in a Fumi Yoshinaga manga? <laughs> Y'all can't see Amanda's face, but the way she's looking at me, she's like, bitch, you know. Listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. I realize mm-hmm. this. Yes. We. <laughs> I realize that my fave has definitely participated in some of in the tropes that i do consider problem i i i understand this i still love her okay like i i mean same i also still love ono <laughs> i can be even a though he's sometimes. awful okay i can be a hypocrite sometimes i'm allowed to be. i can be a hypocrite I'm sometimes. Grown, okay oh okay 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 we're grown that's why all right um that actually brings me into a footnote that I think mm. is important to bring up. Uh, we mentioned this a little bit in episode 
two. But I think the reason why we're kind of glossing over some things with problematic is that we're really coming at this from a perspective of you are watching this at an, you're consuming this content at an appropriate yeah. age. If you want to have a conversation of why things are problematic for underage of viewers and readers, I would definitely say go to episode two because I don't want to go through that conversation right. again because I'm tired. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> because I'm tired and it's late. Yes. Um, but we're really coming at this from you are 18 plus slash as yes. mature as you can be because there's a whole other barrel of fish that comes with problematic elements mm-hmm. for young readers as they develop yes. because oh boy does it do something for you and your sexuality when like every media depiction that you have of sex is rape or is painful yes. or is like not really consensual speaking from experience that right. does something to you <laughs> yes yes um but we're not here to talk right. about that right we, now. No. So we are we are merely yeah. Yeah, like Amanda said, we talked about that unexpectedly actually in in episode two. So definitely go back to that if you haven't we listened did. to it, um, because we do dive into the right. whole age thing, um, and we both we we yes. both very much agree on that point for sure. Like there are some mm-hmm. things that are not meant for underage people. Um, so yeah, we are definitely talking about this in the you know from the narrative of like we are adults and um, Mm -hmm. we can differentiate between fiction and reality. And we are Mm -hmm. pretty much like both of us are over the age of 25. So our brains are technically fully developed. Our brains may be riddled with mental Mm -hmm. health issues, but they are fully developed. Yep. (laughs) And um, we're hoping that if you're listening to this, yours is as well. So Yes. Yeah. That was a good thing to add, though. Yeah. And I think we're also looking at this mostly from like a trope standpoint mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and then a discourse standpoint. So, like, I, my big thing with media criticism is I want you, listener, to be able to have great conversations online mm-hmm. because out of all the things that I miss about the old internet, it was being able to like debate people. Yeah. I miss being able to like have that debate. It's like, this is my OTP. You disagree with me? Tell me why. Mm-hmm. Where's your shipping manifesto? Give me all of your right. reasons. What are your head cannons? Tell me. I miss being able to have those conversations with people. You agree with me? Cool. On what points? You disagree with me? Even fucking better. Mm-hmm. Tell me why. Tell me why you do not support what I think. Right. I really, really miss that. I miss being able to have those conversations. And it especially frustrates me, again, with a lot of these words that get thrown around almost to like really shut down conversation mm-hmm. because to me it's a uh, it's just like <laughs> so do you remember the dog whisperer yes caesar yes, milan yes, yes 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 do you know like you know that thing that he would do to dogs where he's like <laughs> and he'd like yes. pinch and, he, and like they'd immediately <laughs> stop barking yes. I feel like whenever you say that's problematic in a conversation, mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. It's like, oh. you're, you're just shutting it down because you don't want to keep having a conversation. You don't want to keep pressing that point. Right. You have nothing else to say. Right. Um. I feel like if you throw out that's problematic or that's cultural appropriation or that's something phobic or you're a pedophile, mm-hmm. I feel like if you throw that out and then no follow up, you don't have anything to say. Yeah. You have no other points. Because, like, to bring back the My Hero Academia, you're a pedophile conversation, Mm -hmm. like, you know what? You have a valid point there. 
all of media has a problem with sexualizing minors. Yes. How about you stop yelling at people on Twitter about that, though? Mm-hmm. Like, stop yelling at especially older female fans who know the difference between reality mm-hmm. and fiction. Why are you yelling at them? Why are you yelling at cre- a creator who made a series set in high school? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you yelling about that? Like, he didn't write this for the purpose of porn to exist. Right. That's not his fault. Yeah. That's not his fault that folks are horny. Right. Like, that's, like, I don't understand that. But, like, I feel like if you throw out those, like, strong words, that's what you're doing. You're, like, Vulcan nerve-pinching mm-hmm. because you don't want to have a conversation. Right. You don't want to have a real conversation. Right. Because it's like, you know what? Sure, you're right. There is an issue across all media everywhere of sexualizing teens. Mm-hmm. That is correct. What do we do about right. that? I mean, heck, when you that actually makes what? me think of... Um, recently on Twitter, um, there's like kind of this discourse, like someone that I follow had posted this photo from a manga of this character and they were like, how old, like judging on how this character looks, how old do you think they are? And I quote tweeted it Mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, they look 35, which means they're probably 15, which it turns out that character was Mm -hmm. 15. And then we were kind of all laughing about how like... And I was like, you know, mm-hmm. manga and anime will have five-year-olds looking 40, you know? And so then, like, us older people, we're looking at, we're like, ooh, that, ooh, who's this character? Ooh, they fine. And you're reading, and then you find out that they are meant to be a lot younger than what they look like. And it brings up mm-hmm. the conversation of, like, again, it's fiction. <laughs> and it's okay to right. think that, char- that character is attractive. You know, like, or... I think mm-hmm. it's okay to think that a character is attractive. Um, now, there are some times mm-hmm. I do I do find it creepy when people find characters that are meant, that are drawn to look like how actual children look like attractive. That does creep me out. Oh, yeah. That creeps me out. But if a character yeah. is drawn and they literally look like, we've, we see it all the time. A lot of these quote unquote high school characters are absolutely drawn in a way where they look a lot older. Um, one of my internet friends right. had posted this, uh, had tweeted something about how like a lot of people don't know what actual 19 year olds look like because of media and the fact that you have 20 and 30 year olds playing 19 year olds. And that is so true. Right. Like I think about clueless when I was, you know, a teen clueless was a thing. Yeah. And um, they were both like, I think, Cher and Dion, like all they they were in their twenties and thirties when they were playing those right. characters, and you know, so we're. Right. Wa- I remember watching these things as a teen and thinking that's how teenagers are supposed to look, and being confused as to why I looked five compared to these people. And then f- I, f- it's because you have no well, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That is exactly why. But also. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was, was that too direct? I'm dead. But also, it's because yes. they had a good, like, decade on me. Which, okay, to be fair, I still right. don't have boobs. Like, I'm their age. I still don't. I still don't. It didn't happen for me. But that's beside the point. The point is that we have a distorted <laughs> idea of what teenagers are supposed to look like because we were watching people yeah. in their fully adult people playing teens um and so like you 
when you see a person like there are people to who to this day think that I am 18. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I'm decidedly not 18. And but because of the right. way that, you know, we see people portrayed in certain like in anime and manga in manga like mm-hmm. certain body types you know they might be drawn in a certain way and because uh, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. the opposite where you have you know someone with my body type um being portrayed and you know they're supposed to be children you know they're they're children if <laughs> And it can right. be, like, it's just very, it can be very, it can be a slippery slope. It, it can be, it can be very, but also I think it's important to, let's, again, let's mm. go back to demographics. Mm-hmm. So, especially around, so this is shonen but not shonen I. Mm. Like, if we're talking about, like, My Hero Academia or, like, Naruto or, like, any of those other series where, like, oh, I find this fictional character attractive, mm. but you're older, because it's not for you. That doesn't make you gross, mm-hmm. but, like, it's just, it's not, you you aged out of that demographic, right. and, like, that's fine. I know, it, like, at least for me, I definitely noticed, like, my gaze shifting mm-hmm. when it came to, like, those series. So, like, if we're sticking, like, in the, if, if we're using shonen analogies to talk about boys' love, because there is nothing gayer than a shonen anime. There's <laughs> useless women, yeah. and all of the men have chemistry. True. There is, there is a reason why most of the smut is like from shonen anime mm-hmm. there is nothing gay right um you know if we're talking like the example that always comes to mind for like full metal alchemist like you know when i started that series when i was about edward's mm-hmm. age so of course i'm focusing on ed i'm focusing on al i'm focusing yeah. there i'm pushing 30 now mm-hmm. my whole focus is on roy mustang Ooh. because i relate to him on a molecular mm-hmm. level right I'm tired. I don't want to be here. I'm surrounded by incompetent people. Right. I probably have mental illness. And by probably, I mean, I definitely have mental illness. I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. I am a dictator surrounded by people who want to make sure that I succeed. <laughs> like, I relate to him on a molecular level. Right. So my gaze shifted. And as far as, like, attractiveness mm-hmm. also shifted. So, like, I was never huge on shipping Ed and Roy. That was never... I never shipped those People two. Ship them? I will sail a ship of... Oof. <laughs> I have some news oh, for no. you. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I have I have some bad news for I'm you. I'm trying not to be judgy. I, I, uh, unfortunately... <laughs> there's, uh... There's some material of that mm-hmm. that, um... Oof. You know, yeah. okay. I will, though... I will... I will sail a soft ship of, a. Uh, Mustang and Havoc, though. I'll, I'll sail yeah, that ship. I could see that. Yeah. I would be fine with that, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I fine with that. that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, I know, like, for me being an older fan now, like, my gaze has really shifted. But also, and um, we're going to get into, like, some conspiracy uh, <laughs> theory territory with this. I have a theory about this kind mm-hmm. of stuff is that. At least for me as a fan, especially as an older fan, when I'm looking at illicit acts between air quotes like underage Mm -hmm. characters, it isn't about me self-inserting into that role. It's more of like voyeurism than wanting to like be a part Mm -hmm. of it. So it's like, oh, 
look at this thing happening versus I want to be either of these mm. characters. Like, so the example that I used is Bakugo and Deku because I've been down a My Hero Academia rabbit hole out of spite. <laughs> out of pure spite. Like, I am being fueled by spite, salt, and, like, <laughs> just bitterness. Like, in any of those situations, I don't want to self-insert into that mm. role. Like, I don't want Bakugo. Right. But, like, okay, cool. Like, this is an interesting scenario where these two are exploring themselves. Um, when I was texting Aisha about this, like, I think I used the word, like, sexual tennis. Like, it's it's like watching a cool dance happen. It's like, oh, this is what led up mm-hmm. to that act. Like, and I guess, like, for me also being a writer, that comes into it. So, like, as a person who spent a lot of time writing smut, I'm way more interested in what leads up to the mm-hmm. act more voyeuristically rather than... I want to be taking the D from either of these characters. Right. Like, it's not so much about that for mm-hmm. me. Um, and I also think it goes back to like, and I know we have some disagreement mm-hmm. on this. I am very, very, very rarely reading like Yaoi to get mm-hmm. off. Like, it's never really done that for me. Right. Um, so, because especially like, it's not, really masturbatory or pornographic to Mm -hmm. me like i don't have a lot of like moral (laughs) guilt with like oh these characters are in high school Mm -hmm. it's like so i definitely did worse in high school so like be free go like you know what i mean like you're looking at it from the perspective of like this is a story that i'm reading i'm not inserting myself into this yes but this is very, it's it's how I yes. generally read. Um, it's how I generally read. Like I I like you know I like a lot of messy series, um, and so I can I read know. some messy things and not necessarily want to be a part of mm-hmm. it. I'm enjoying just like watching it like that. It's that voyeurism. Mm-hmm. But we do differ mm-hmm. in that like when it comes to. For me personally, when it comes to Yaoi specifically, because Yaoi tends to be the more explicit mm-hmm. when we're, you know, I, I know that you can use BL interchangeably kind of with Yaoi or some people do. But when mm-hmm. I think of Yaoi, I think of explicit. And so for me, if I'm reading, if right. I'm going into something that I know is going to be sexually explicit, I personally prefer mm-hmm. for my characters to be adult characters because when I'm going into it knowing right. that it's sexually explicit, I'm like, I want if this is going to be sexually explicit, I'm I'm ready to get a little bit turned on, you know. And for me, I don't right. want minors in that, you know. It kind of kills it for me. And actually, right, I think of a series that I really enjoy in theory, which is Jackass. Or I say series; it's a one shot. Jackass by Scarlett mm-hmm. Bedico. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's a story that. Mm-hmm. In theory, I very much enjoyed. Like, I loved the story. I wish that that had been... I wish it hadn't have been... Well, actually, I'm fine with how it is. But for me and my tastes, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed it more if it weren't so, like, so sexually explicit. Like, if, the, if, if it were written or drawn in a way where, like, maybe there was more of a fade to black kind of thing... Um, mm-hmm. and it, then I think I would have been 
a lot more like, oh my gosh, this is so great. But for me, the way that it was drawn, like the way a lot of the scenes were drawn, it triggered, like for me, I was like, this is, this is meant to be, this is meant to turn someone on. Like, again, like everyone's Mm -hmm. perspective is going to be different. But for me, I'm reading, I'm like, this is supposed to turn me on. And I am sadly not enjoying it because they are high schoolers. And I'm just like, ugh, this kind of ruins it for me because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not, it's just, it ruined it for me. And I, it made me wish that they were older. um, Because I was just like, I can't Mm -hmm. really enjoy this because they're kids. To me, they're kids. Now, it is a story that I would absolutely, I would recommend it. I would totally recommend it to people who are a lot younger than I am. Um, I honestly like I would even say and I know that it's supposed to be for 18 and up, but I would say 16, 16 and up. I would definitely be like, mm. read this, because if you are because it's it's actually relative like it's surprisingly surprisingly healthy. Like, yes, it's still fiction, but it's surprisingly like I would I would let a 16 year old read it and not feel like they're learning something mm-hmm. that's going to scar them for life. You know, like it's, it's very, I, I really do enjoy the story, but like I said, but for me, because I went into it knowing that it was sexually explicit, I was sad. Cause I was like, Oh, these are high schoolers. Like I can't enjoy mm-hmm. it for that aspect. So if that had been toned down, then I would have been like, Yes, this is amazing because the story itself was so good. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I'm like actually like for, so. Fun fact mm. for me: if I am looking to get down and dirty with myself, mm. I'm actually in the same boat. Mm. Like I, like I would also need. I would be concerned about like consent mm-hmm. and like all that other stuff. Like if I'm looking to get off myself right. like I I completely agree with you on mm-hmm. that but like yeah I'm really I'm usually coming at Yaoi from like this is entertainment yeah. like this is this is a coffee table read to me like this is fiction this is fun right. like this is just and the sex is usually and like is usually ancillary that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why um I like messy series as much as I do because mm-hmm. like the drama the chess yes. the emotions the power play mm-hmm. all of that all that like emotional foreplay is so much more interesting mm-hmm. to me. So then when they finally do lay down and mm-hmm. fuck, it's like, yes, I've spent time yeah. with these characters. I'm invested. I care. Mm-hmm. I want to see them do this or not mm-hmm. do this. I don't know yet. Um, but yeah, like, I think that's something that's always been kind of interesting for me that is more of like a voyeurism mm-hmm. thing rather than it being like, I want to do these characters. Right. Like, I just finished up uh, Beastars and... And not getting into spoilers, <laughs> I actually could not watch that all in one breath mm-hmm. because like it got too horny for me. <laughs> and it's like I I'm gonna I'm gonna give these kids some privacy. Right. Like that's honestly like a thought that I had. It's like I'm gonna give these kids some privacy. <laughs> they look like they need some privacy. Like I'm talking to a fictional wolf and a fictional rabbit. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks like you kids need a minute to yourselves. <laughs> Like, I felt like a mom who walked in on her son jacking right, off. And you're like, it's like I'm gonna give you a minute. I'm just gonna I'm going to head out. I'm just going to, you know what? You, yeah, you enjoy yourself. Mm -hmm. I'll see you at dinner. Right. Like I, I, I could not watch that like all in one breath because it's like, okay, this is a little too Mm -hmm. horny for me. But like, 
There was some random person on TikTok who was like, if you want to have sex with Lugosi, he's 17. I'm like, and I was talking to my best friend last night, like, he's also a he's fucking a wolf. wolf. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're... If, if if you expressed interest in sleeping with Lugosi and the first thing you say is he's 17, it's like, he's also a goddamn wolf. Uh, so. TBH, there are bigger problems right. that we need to address Although, than he's 17. Right. Although I will say he is fine as hell. Like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. You are a deviant. I'm just going to say it. No. But I also, but also when I was a kid, like I had a crush on young Simba, actually even grown Simba from the Lion King when I was a kid. You are gross. I do not. No, I do not support. I'm just, you know. No, I mean, I I don't support your deviant lifestyle. I had a crush on Max from a goofy movie. Um, and also Roxanne, you know, because she I, was fine as hell. So I mean, no. Listen, I grew up in a time when no. you we, are, were, we were groomed to be furries. Like, think about all the cartoons that were out when I was growing up that featured hot ass. You're not that much and, older than me, and I'm not a furry. True. <laughs> What do you mean true? Thank you, bitch. No, no, no. I do not support your deviant lifestyle. I will not support you wanting to hop on Lugosi's not. I don't support that but for you. But I draw you. the line because he is 17, okay? Like. Oh, he, oh, fuck you. No. If, no. No, no, no. That is the age of consent probably in Alabama. You're fine. I don't live in Alabama. And Alabama probably would let you fuck a wolf. Alabama would let you fuck a 17-year-old wolf. They would, honestly. I'm dead. Oh my gosh. Woo. Well, that took a You are that took a turn. You 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 are a monster. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you subject me to your deviancy? <laughs> Over here trying to assault this poor innocent virgin wolf. <laughs> I'm here to protect Lugosi's virginity from all you thirsty fucks. Something <laughs> about him being 17. I just worry about his psyche. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ugh. So <laughs> that actually leads into a really good, uh, this is a good segue into what do I do if a problematic thing does it for me? <laughs> what do I do if I want to fuck a 17 year old wolf? <laughs> What do I do if I want to fuck a 17-year-old anthropomorphic wolf? <laughs> is the question you're asking me? Don't do it, is what I have in the outline, and I'm going to say it. Don't do it. <laughs> there are some safe kinks that you can explore, like fucking a guy in a furry costume, but I'm not going to let you have sex with a 17-year-old wolf. <laughs> In which Amanda becomes a nun for a few oh. minutes and has very strong oh opinions gosh. about it's just, wolves. It's, it's cracking me up because I have not seen you have such a strong, <laughs> like, re- <laughs> like, 
of all the things, you're just like, you know what? I'm cool with this and this and this, but then I say that Lagoshi is is hot, and you're like, you know, I put my foot down. I have, I have, I have read a manga where a guy disembowels another guy while fucking him and jerks himself off through his intestines, and I am more fine with that than you saying you want to fuck Lagoshi. <laughs> I have read a manga where someone shoves a gun into some dude's ass and pulls the trigger, and I am more fine with that than you saying that you want to hop on Lugosi's knot. I don't support that. I think you're a deviant, and I think that you're wrong for that. That poor virgin wolf is only 17 years old. When there is a perfectly fine 18-year-old rabbit that you can fondle and a perfectly fine 18-year-old deer that you can do whatever the hell you want to. Don't fuck any of the animals. I really hope that people... Episode 4, I kill kill Aisha. I really hope that the people who are listening to this also realize that I don't actually want to have sex with animals. Like, please, I don't actually want Unless they look like Lagoshi. I'm just... I love that I had so much conviction that you felt like you had to add that as preamble. I'm glad that I became a preacher's daughter for a minute. You never know. Somebody might be listening and be like, wait a minute. Does she... Are they She's a wolf fucker. (laughs) I'm not, like, no, oh we're not. God, no, we're not fucking serious. We're not oh serious. my god. Like, no. I'm already tired. Don't oh say that. Whew. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> don't say that. But that. No, I don't think that you want to go out into the actual woods and fuck a wolf. Because that would. That would I hope not. I value my life too much. Um, that would be absolutely stupid. For. <laughs> like, ooh. Um, but also immoral. And also immoral. Let's. I, I love that your concern is dying. I don't die. Not that it's just. Not, f- I don't want to fucking abomination. I don't want to die for some wolf dick. It's just. It's not that serious for me. <laughs> I have perfectly good human dick. I can hop on whenever I want. I don't. I. I'm not trying to die for. And if you want a knot, I can get you knots. <laughs> If nodding is your thing, I can get you a nod. I get it. I got it. Oh, oh man, I'm dead. So, but but really though, the question of You're what welcome. do I do if a problematic thing does it for me? Like, yeah, don't act on it. Like you said in the notes, don't act on it. Yeah. You know, like it's, and yes, there are some, like there are people who do have a rape fetish. Like they don't want to be raped in real life. I would, most people don't want yeah. that. But you might read it in you might read it in a BL and you might like that. Just because I don't like the, that trope um, personally doesn't mean that you can't. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, just, it doesn't mean that you're a terrible person if you read that and you're like, mm, that's kind of hot. Like it's right. And there's like safe there's safe mm-hmm. kink ways to do that. Like you can discuss with your yeah. partner. Hey, I might struggle a little bit. Yeah. Here's a safe word that means that you've definitely mm-hmm. gone too mm-hmm. far. But like, even if you hear me, sh- and this is usually like, you know, a committed partner, like right. this isn't like a first a date thing or yeah. anything like that, but like a committed long-term partner, you know, saying, Hey, I kind of want to struggle a little mm-hmm. bit. I want this to be a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. And you no, know, you talk about those terms beforehand. 
you do the thing, you have some aftercare, you know, you get some Oreos and, you know, you put aloe on all of your burns and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I said that way too quickly. Um, (laughs) Oof. Said that way too fast. But, you know, there are some safe ways Mm -hmm. to explore those kind of like problematic you know, things. Now, like, there are some, like, problematic things that, no, don't explore. So, like, yeah, don't go try to sleep with actual wolves. If you find yourself, like, oh, I'm attracted to this high school character, don't sleep with actual high schoolers. Like, those are easy, those are easy things not to do. Mm -hmm. But if it's, like, oh, you know, I'm kind of into this, like, uh, somnophilia or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, sex while sleep, while asleep. There are some safe, kinky um, ways to do I'm that. I'm going to admit something. That is definitely one of my kinks. Yes. 100% one of my kinks. I'm not even, like, no mm-hmm. joke at all. And I know that, that to some people that could be triggering and they may not like that. But that is something mm-hmm. that I'm absolutely into. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Like, we're just going to leave it. So, like, there are things that some people are like, well, that's weird but other people are like yeah so it's cool so i only have one experience Mm -hmm. with that it was with my last boyfriend he had a key to my apartment uh and he worked odd Mm -hmm. hours Mm -hmm. and there was one day that he was gonna like wake me up before work and try to surprise Mm -hmm. me i sleep like dead on my stomach Mm -hmm. like i am face down dead on my stomach so he's like trying to be cute and like wake me up And I'm in, like, a tiny, shitty-ass, like, studio apartment. So Mm -hmm. there's, like, door and bed. That's it. There's, like, there's no rooms. There's no noise. So, like, he's trying to be all cute and wake me up and roll me over. And he does that. And I remember just looking up and, like, (gasps) screeching like a pterodactyl. Because everything in my life that has taught me a person has entered my home and has flipped me over onto my prone fat belly, I'm going to get raped and murdered. So I screech like a pterodactyl for about 15 seconds. And then it's like, oh, boyfriend. (gasps) Well, okay. But in that case, like he probably should have like (laughs) warned you. It was like five o'clock in the morning and he thought he was being cute by surprising me. I screamed and not in the sexy way, like Like, genuine. No, he was not apologetic at all. He complained about how loud I was. Um, But yeah, like there are some safe ways to kind of explore some Mm -hmm. of those kinks. Um, If this is a shameless plug, but it's a site that I love is called Ojoy Sex Toy. Um, They talk a lot about, like, sex and Mm -hmm. sexuality and toys and kink. So if you're ever looking for, like, interesting and educational ways to maybe handle some of those Mm -hmm. kinks that are up for discussion, then that's a good resource. Uh, Again, there's some that aren't up for discussion. Like, don't go fuck wolves. (laughs) Or deer, for that matter. Because I've seen seen the thirst for him, too, on, on Twitter, so... It, I, I I do like Lewis quite a I bit. Mean, Not enough to fuck him, yeah. but I do I, I do think he's quite nice. I haven't watched the anime yet, and I haven't gotten far enough in the manga yet to have a much much of an opinion on him. So, yeah, um, there's that. I think you'll like him. Okay, okay. So 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 there's there's some safe yeah. kinks. Uh, I think 
There is no better way, after I've shamed Aisha, <laughs> into, into, let's go over some of the, air quotes, problematic tropes, mm-hmm. and specifically boys love, that we're okay with. And in no way okay with mm-hmm. in real life. Like, we need to put up that flashing banner. In no way okay with in real mm-hmm. life, or with some caveats to it. But ones that we can stomach right. uh, in boys' love. Right. So, do you have your three, or do you want me um, to go first? You go first. You go first. Yeah. Okay. I'll go first. Um, so, I'm actually okay with non-con mm-hmm. uh, slash de- devious consent, and I am okay with some depictions of mm-hmm. rape. We mentioned at the top of the show, it's all about framing mm-hmm. for me. So... I don't have a very high tolerance for just rape just being done as like rape is romance or anything like that. I have almost no stomach mm-hmm. for that now. Uh, but if it's framed well, I actually have a pretty decent tolerance mm-hmm. for it. Um, I don't like it if it's being used just to advance a narrative. Mm-hmm. But I, depending on the work, I can I can tolerate it pretty well. Right. Um that also goes with violence. Like, I know some people don't have a huge tolerance for violence mm-hmm. in this stuff. But, again, framing, I can be okay mm-hmm. with it. Like, if anything, I kind of like, within reason, the series that kind of make me gasp and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, depending on how long we've been recording, I might do a little bit of story time where I tell Aisha about the three series that made me walk away from my computer <laughs> for a while. Um but depending on, again, the work, I can be okay with, like, some violence. Mm. Um, and then age gaps. Again, framing is key. Mm. I'm actually okay with some age gap stuff because, for me, it's typically about consent. Mm-hmm. So even if the character is a little bit on the young mm-hmm. side, I think for the most part, even at 16, if you're the right 16-year-old, you know what you want. Right. So, like, uh, Hitorijimi, my hero, comes to mind with that. It's so like, a lot of people give Hitorijimi, my hero, a hard time because uh, Satagawa is an, is a student and uh, Kosuke is his teacher. Mm. And it's like, well, that's problematic because it's a student teacher. Well, yeah, but, like, Satagawa is one of the most mature, like, teenagers you'll ever meet. Mm. And he's been in love with Kosuke for years. So let him ride Kosuke's dick. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like, this is not the hill to die on for me. Like, let let those two be together. Mm. Like, he knows what he wants because he's wanted this for years. They've been, they've been in love for years together. Like, it's not like Kosuke's not twisting his arm behind his back or anything. Mm. Like, they both want this relationship and they're both very aware of the fact that it's not traditional in that mm. way. Um, so I'm actually okay with some age gap stuff. Again, like framing is really, really important. Um, but I don't have a huge issue with that mm. because to me, yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly about consent. So like, even if it is an air quotes, younger character, as long as they're pretty level headed mm. and like not being drugged or anything, right. They know what they want. And to me in fiction, mm. That's okay. Right. Hmm. Okay, so one that I would definitely agree with you on is violence. I am totally okay with violence in 
BL. Um, I'm okay with violence in most manga. It's just, I mean, one of my favorite series is Murcielago by um, Yoshimura Kana. And that is an extreme, it's a year, well, it's kind of a yuri, but it's like, a, it's, it is very violent, extremely violent. Um, mm-hmm. Oof, oof, I just, I'm thinking about it now and I'm, I love, anyway. But, so yeah, violence does not bother <laughs> me um, in BL. And, I mean, now, I will say that mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, well, that's a different, we'll go, we'll go, we'll We'll talk about that later. But so, yeah, violence doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say to an extent. OK, like this is kind of a weird line for me. Like we have, we've already established that I'm not I don't like rape, but like the whole dubious consent, like mm-hmm. dubious consent doesn't bother me in some situations like. Um, a good example mm-hmm. is liquor and cigarettes. I was actually talking to an internet friend about this. <laughs> I think we've talked about it too, but um, yeah. we have. We've talked about it on yes. this. Podcast. So I love liquor and cigarettes, and there is, um, which I didn't see it as dubious consent at first until other people pointed it out to me, um, and I was like, oh wait, yeah, that is mm-hmm. because alcohol is involved, and. Um, but for me, that ain't dubious. Yeah, you find, it, it, but for me personally, <laughs> I see there like they are a they are a there's established trust there. Like they've known each other for a long time. They care about each other. Mm-hmm. Um, what is his What is his name? Crap. Why don't I cannot? Camillo is someone who would never. Mm-hmm. He would never hurt Theo. Like they genuine. Like there's a genuine mm-hmm. like caring, and so. While he does take advantage of the fact that Theo is a lightweight, Theo is also aware of the fact that um, Theo, Theo knows what's gonna. He knows what's about to go down. Okay, like he, they are both aware mm-hmm. of things. So there is, it it is dubious consent, but it's also consent. It's I guess for me, it's because that's one of my kinks, and like I personally like to be, mm-hmm. I like to be drunk and. Um, as- and asleep i'm using air quotes i like to be drunk and asleep and then for mm-hmm. for bay to come in and you know <laughs> take advantage of me yeah you know, like that's a thing that i like and so for me i was just like this isn't problematic at all like i don't get it what are y'all talking about <laughs> so i guess in some cases right. dubious consent can be done in a way that i personally enjoy it um I'm trying to think of another example of of that, but I can't off the top of my head. Um, but anyway, and then the third one that I'm okay with in BO that other people don't like. Hmm. That is that. Hmm. I don't actually know if I have a third one. Maybe I'm okay with like two really flawed people. Like to, be, that's not problematic. That's not really problematic. Yeah. Um. So there's really just for me. Mm-hmm. I think there's just those two things because I don't there and there's also not a whole lot of things that I see as problematic that other people see as problematic. Does that make sense? Like, my two mm-hmm. main things are yeah rape and and age gap age gaps. I do have kind of an issue with, but those are like really the only things. Everything else, I'm like, it's fine. Like. 
I may or may not like it, but I don't think it's problematic. So, yeah. Right. No, and like, and, and I think also I need to bring up mm. something about like my background with boys love is like mm. when I was doing commissions and stuff like that, people would request things that are like morally abhorrent. Right. But they requested it. So I wrote it. And like in hindsight, does some of that stuff make me uncomfortable now? Sure. But like, so I, I really think it's important to mention that like my mileage for this stuff is weird. Right. Like, I cannot tell you how many requests I got to write rape scenes. Yeah. I got a lot of that back in the day. Like, I, my mileage for that is just a little bit off. Right. And for, for better or worse, in fiction. Right. I, I don't have any questions about it in real life. Right. But uh, in fiction, it's definitely a little bit skewed. Like, that experience of reading a lot of this stuff probably too young mm. and writing this stuff definitely way too young yeah like that means that i'm more desensitized to a lot of this stuff mm. than most right. for better or worse right yeah oh. so should we go into the ones that are like absolute hard no-goes yes <laughs> I'm like again. looking at your list and I'm dying, but I'll go. I was not planning on this. <laughs> it just happened. I'll go first. This was not planned. I'll go first to give them something. You some go anticipation first. Anticipation for the for the listeners because they will cackle when when you do your yes. list. So, um, I hope they do. I would absolutely say for me a no go is age gaps between a an adult and a minor i don't mind age i guess i should have said one thing i could have said in the first one i don't mind age gaps between um like a a legal adult and another adult like i don't mind those age gaps and even like student teacher if it's a college professor and a college student i also don't mind so i guess that's like a problematic trope that i kind of like um i know that's weird i know it's okay. i know that's like not too it's there's still a power dynamic there but like i, I don't know like when i was in uh-huh. college i definitely had fantasies about some there are a couple teachers that i was like ooh, i know you're my teacher but we're both adults like so yeah like that's fine i had that in high school am i wrong for that i mean was no, i not supposed to have I that in high school pretty I mean, I definitely knew a lot. I didn't just because I didn't have attractive teachers. <laughs> so I did one year. I, I did not. So, I mean, no shade. I had one very hot teacher one year. Right. I, no shade to any of my teachers, but none of them were. Yeah. So I think that's pretty, that's pretty normal. Um, but so for me, for like absolute okay. no go, like I said, age gap between adult and a minor because, um, yeah, I, I do think that it, case by case, all minors are different, but I just think about myself as mm-hmm. a minor, and I'm so glad that I, because I definitely, when I was underage, I definitely, uh, quote unquote, dated, dated, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. um, a guy who was in his mm-hmm. early 20s. I would have been about 16, 17, and he was in his, he mm-hmm. was, and I think about it like, yeah, I mean, I may like granted, mind you, I was still a vir- like I 
I'm I was a late bloomer so we, we weren't actually we weren't doing anything I was very innocent so when I say dating and air quotes I mean mm-hmm. literally like we would drag Maine together um and I you know would go and eat at Sonic <laughs> with him but there was no like no sexual Sonic. things were going on because I was way too like I was very no um so anyway mm-hmm. but like yeah ugh, it it was definitely probably not appropriate he was in hindsight i'm like yeah he was too old for me and also like i'm very glad that we didn't end up together like the choices that i made as a 16 year old i'm very very glad that those didn't stick i guess is what i'm saying so for me when i see age gaps um i like with a minor and an adult Mm -hmm. it kind of it does it's i I just don't love it because a lot of the times they are portrayed in a way that's like romanticized and I could see someone reading it and being like, see, look, it's okay. And I'm just like, no, it's not always okay in every situation. Like you've got, you you know, like it's a, it is a really weird thing because there are people who have been in relationships like that and they've been mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Um, but it's not, mm-hmm. but that's like not the norm. And so it's mm-hmm. it's very i consider it to be problematic because there are people who are being harmed oh and yeah. I, 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 I yeah that. um the other one wait was that only one did i only mention one so far that was actually yeah that was that one, was one. <laughs> um another no-go for me rape <laughs> well, rape in the context of um it's supposed to like that's how they started their relationship because i get that rape can happen in mm-hmm. a story like um when it, and it's meant mm-hmm. to be like kind of like you understand maybe like why someone is the way they is why someone is the way they are and um there we go <laughs> like english please um but like rape used as the tool to get the couple together no hate it don't like it don't want to see it Mm -hmm. and then i would say um you know what another trope that i don't like in boys love is the um Mm -hmm. the the woman like whenever i see a woman being portrayed as like almost like a like an obstacle, like the slutty obstacle who is supposed, like, I'm trying, there's like a, there's something that I read recently and I can't remember what it was, but I'd seen that trope where the woman was basically made okay. a rival and, and it didn't make any sense. Like there was no need yeah. for it to be. So it's kind of like misogyny. It was like, it was, why are you, why are you making this woman out to be okay. awful when there's really no reason for her to be made out okay. that way? That it that to me is problematic because it okay. is, there is a lot of misogyny in the like the, a lot of gay men are misogynists. Um, that's that's a whole other yeah. Conversation, this is true, but because men in general, but a lot of lesbian lot women of lesbian are still misogynistic. Are like, too, yeah. Society is misogynistic. Yes, and so when like, I see it, no, no, no lie detected. Right. So when I see it in be when I see a woman unnecessarily being portrayed in a negative way. Um, 
in a BL. It's just uh-huh. like, why? Like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to have the character, like, compare himself to a woman and be like, well, I, I'm better. Like, you don't need to do that. We can just don't have a woman in it. Like, why is she uh-huh. even here? Like, what's the point? You know, like, right. Um, it's one thing if, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how they could. I'm not a writer, so I don't know how they could write it to make it make sense. But is this where we mention? Is this where we mention that I wrote 1,300 words about framing women and boys' love? You should mention that <laughs> because that is perfect. <laughs> is this where we mention that I have a whole ass blog post that's just about how women are framed in boys' love? <sighs> it's as a writer and media critic. Um, please go and check. We're gonna put the link to that blog post in the description mm-hmm. um oh there's a hair floating mm-hmm. but yes because it's a thing <laughs> Misa- it is Misa- a thing it's yeah, a whole it's ass a thing. thing so oh excuse me those are my three. Oh, excuse me again i keep burping i hope hopefully i can cut that out but those are my three things <laughs> so okay go ahead amanda what are yours <laughs> So I have almost no tolerance for Vor, and Vor is like devouring of uh, like other people. It mm. usually is just like weird inflation stuff. I have no tolerance for it. Mm. Mostly just so. Fun fact for me: when it comes to a lot of when it comes to a lot of like trope stuff, mm-hmm. it's not usually about the morality for me. Mm. It's about the logistics. So like, mm. I don't like a lot of anthro stuff which is a bit of a i'm I'm leading you in the direction of where we're Uh going because to me it's like having your cake and eating it too it's like no you don't get to say i want to fuck a wolf and then have like a human dick like you (laughs) you need to commit to being fully weird like if you're gonna say that i want to fuck a dolphin you need to understand what that means So, like, I get really hung up on, like, logistics and, like, logic Mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, like, Vor for me is just, like, that's just impossible. Like, that's just not how any of this works. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) so I can't. So, and also, like, it's just usually gross. Like, and again, it's like, I don't really like anything that's just for no good Mm -hmm. reason. And usually most Vor stuff. Uh, you don't see it a lot in Boys Love anymore. It mm-hmm. used to be some stuff like demons, but like it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Right. Um, sh- so Shotokan is one that I don't do. So like, again, like child characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is pretty much almost an absolute no-go for me. Right. There's one exception where I will stomach it, but I'm not okay with it. And that's one of the gravitation mega mixes. I will stomach it. But that's, like, literally the only exception. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't, I almost never can, like, be okay with Shotokan. Right. Um, and then the last one is bestiality. Because, like, <laughs> that's actually something you would see for a while in some boys love. Where it's like, we're gonna have sex with this actual dog. And it's like, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> I, it's like, no, we're not. It's interesting because I've never, I, I have not read a BL that has legitimate like bestiality i don't i'm looking no so you'll see it mostly like in weird doujins of stuff like it's not as common and it's older but like it so it's not something you'll usually see like in mainstream works you'll see it in doujins um or you'll see it like you'll see it in like taking a premise too far so like there was one where like it was two male characters and like 
they both have like animal spirits in them so they could turn into animals but like for one of the chapters it's like this panther is gonna fuck this dude i'm like nope i don't like that uh, um okay go back to being a human with ears i'm okay with that like it's not usually like as gross or fetishistic as like actual bestiality mm-hmm. but like it's something for me that's kind of just like this is too weird and i don't like it and again like it toes that line for me of like I don't want this in media because I don't want this normalized. Right, like, yeah. I don't want any part of this. Even if, like, within the context of the series, mm-hmm. this makes sense. Like, this is something that, like, morally I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. So I don't want any piece of fiction, like, air quotes, normalizing this. Right. So, like, I'm okay with, like, cat boys and, like, tails and stuff like that. But, like, when you go to Anthro, it's like, I don't, like, I don't want anyone to have, like, an... I don't want anyone to have a reason to think about this for too long. I think that's, that's a big thing also I feel like with problematic stuff Mm -hmm. is like, and I think that's why framing matters so much to me is like, I don't want anyone to have a rationale. So like rape is romance is a big issue for me because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, well I could do that. Exactly. I don't want, I don't want to give anyone an out. I don't want. When I, when I write scenes like that now that are problematic, I go, I, I am basically like, they're mustache twirling villains. Right. I am doing everything I can to shine a light that this is bad. Right. Look at how bad this is. See that no one's having a good time. Right. See how everything is really tense and no one's happy and someone's crying. Look at how bad this is. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want anyone to have any opportunity to be like, this doesn't seem like it's too bad. Right. That's an issue right. for me. Yeah. Um, we both agree. So I think that's one of the reasons why, like, that's on, like, I think that's one of the reasons why, like, Shota Khan is, like, that's on my yeah. list. Because I don't want anyone to have, like, a reason to be, like, hmm, right. maybe. Right. Like, no. Exactly. Yeah. No. Which I consider Shota Khan, like, I put that in with my abhorrence to, uh, towards age gaps with minors. Because that's exactly, like, in, because I'm not, I don't. I'm not okay with that, like, at all. So for me, like, any minors, any any minors, to me, if you are under the age of 18, yeah. you are a child. Actually, to me, honestly, an 18-year-old is still a child. Um, but I know legally yeah. most places they're seen as adults. Yeah. I just, me, I my oldest son just turned 14. He is four years away from 18. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he is, he is a child. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm just, so, like, to me, I'm just, like, yeah, four years is not, like... No, and I, and I... <laughs> so, for me... I, I, I can respect mm-hmm. that, like, and that's why I go out of my way to, like, separate the yeah. two, because, like, yeah, like, I'm actually, I'm okay with some, like, teacher-student stuff, mm-hmm. some, like, it... It doesn't do a lot for me, and it has to be very, very well written. Right. But, like, I, depending on the work, can be okay with that. But I have no tolerance Mm -hmm. for, like, this kid is 10. Like, no. That's that's bad. Let's get out the spray bottle and maybe call the cops. Right. I don't know. Um, Yeah. But, like, it, it just depends on the work. And, like, I also... It's weird for me because as a writer and reader, I don't want people to feel a ton of shame initially. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that was the thing that I hated the most about, like, the whole, like, My Hero Academia, You're a Pedophile thing was, like, so many older fans are, like, just in a place where they can be proud of their fandom. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't like anything that yells at women. Yeah. Like, any time that you're yelling at women, I think that that's bad. Because it's mostly younger fans yelling at older female fans. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think, you know, it's like for me, if I were to say, like, as a 30-year-old almost, like, I think this character is attractive. Mm -hmm. If you were to call me a pedophile for that, that would seriously damage my reputation. It would probably ruin my day and could possibly ruin my life. Like... And over something that's actually a fairly flippant and benign comment, because nowhere in that statement is I'm going to go try to seduce an actual high schooler. Like, nowhere in that statement of saying, I think this fictional character is aesthetically pleasing, one-to-one equals I am a sexual predator. Right, yeah. (laughs) That's not how this works. I fully agree. Yeah. Um, I, I think... Sorry, go ahead. I just, I think that that's so fresh. No, I just, I think that's so frustrating is that like, I don't want people to suddenly start feeling a ton of shame over something that they don't need to feel mm-hmm. shame for. Right. Because there's not a reason for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, there, there are definitely some things that you should feel shame for, but like this ain't it, yeah. sis. Well, I mean, there's like, this isn't a BL, but there's a, there's a manga series that was, be i think it was being released by tokyo pop but then it got it got dropped like the tokyo you know what happened with tokyo pop but i have one volume and it's called lives Mm. or lives i'm not sure which one but it's lives or lives and one one of the main characters Mm -hmm. before like i didn't know how old this character was because in the beginning you don't really you don't know Mm -hmm. anything about him when i tell you the first time i saw him i was like this Mm -hmm. this man this man is fine like when i say fine i mean like mm-hmm. fine i was like he had his shirt off mm-hmm. just abs on just mm, just so i was like this is an this is a very aesthetically pleasing character so i'm like going on and eventually in that mm-hmm. volume you do get his backstory and then it, they they throw water they douse me with cold water because he's 17 and i was just like first mm-hmm. of all there's literally no 17 year old in the world that looks like this. Zero. Look like that. None. They don't exist. You can't try to tell me mm-hmm. that they do because they do not. They do not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Look at, do y'all remember Zac Efron? When the, Zac Efron did not look like, like I look at, when I watch High School Musical, I remember thinking that he was mm-hmm. so cute back then. No, he wasn't. When mm-hmm. I look back, I'm just like, wow, he looks 12. Like, that's not attractive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... No 17-year-old looks like this man in this this manga. I was hurt because I was mm-hmm. just like, why, why did you have to do this to me? He is so fine. And then I kind of right. caught myself being like, oh, do I feel bad for thinking he's attractive because I found out he's 17? And it's like, it's freaking, it's a character. I can say that this character it's is a, attractive. It, yeah, it's a character. I can say he's attractive. Right. Like, it's Okay. Like, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, right. there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Right. Now, I will go back to what I, something I said earlier, if I don't edit it out, I don't know how mm-hmm. this is going to but something I said earlier, I do have, I do have an issue, though, with the idea of characters that are purposefully drawn to look like children being sexualized. That is creepy. 
Like Yeah, I think like, that that falls under Shotokan. Shotokan, yeah, or Lollicon if you're talking about mm-hmm. something. But yeah, in this case Shotokan, yeah. like that is creepy. Yeah. That is a that is a child. Like that is clearly it's not someone No, I I yeah, I agree right. with you. Cuz it's definitely not someone who has a 35-year-old's body but then they're telling us they're 17. You know, this is a this mm-hmm. is a child <laughs> that actually has a child's body. Or sometimes they'll do it where they'll make the they'll draw the character to look like a child but then say that they are such and such age like that can also kind of be a little bit borderline creepy like i know there are different body types and i am someone as someone who has Mm -hmm. a body type that is typically associated with very young people um there it's it's still you can i feel like it's still obvious that i'm an adult like it's obvious that i'm not a child Mm -hmm. you know um, and there's mm-hmm. a way that there's a way that some characters are drawn where like, yeah, they they are drawn to look young, but we're being told that they are, say, mm-hmm. 20. But then they act in a certain way that is very mm-hmm. young, you know, and naive. And mm-hmm. so they have a personality that feels very young to go with their young body. But then you're telling us that they're 40. That kind of creeps me out, too, because it's like you're giving them yeah. an older age to like save your to kind of like save face but really cover that's your a ass child. a little bit yeah you know and i'm i'm mentioning well that I, I have that a little bit i have that a little bit with um with like because i have a whole twitter just for smut because mm-hmm. gotta keep it organized uh-huh. and like my favorite is like all characters represented are 18 plus yeah. and it's like that's the exact same as the other character <laughs> Like, that's the exact same as the canon version of that character. But okay, 18 plus. Yeah. Like, we're covering our ass Mm -hmm. to say, like, you can't clock us, but, like, that's literally the exact same. Yeah. So, like... I see... uh, I see it a lot in hentai. Like, it'll be like, all characters are, you know, are 18 plus. And I'm just like, now, sis... (laughs) know damn well right like well and especially like if if especially if it's like artists that are drawing fan art of stuff where it's like it's like that is the exact same deku who's supposed to be 16 you a fucking liar what what you mean 18 like you know better you know good that is the exact same naruto you need to cut that the fuck out like it'll either don't lie or do it right Right. like but the Lagoshi thing, Lagoshi doesn't look like a teenager. Lagoshi looks like a grown ass. He looks like wolf. a fucking wolf. <laughs> is what he looks like. He looks like a goddamn wolf. <laughs> what do you mean he doesn't look like a teenager? He looks like a fucking wolf. <laughs> he looks like, look like a goddamn animal. Is what he looks like. <laughs> He looks like a fucking animal is what he looks like. (laughs) Fucking teen wolf ass shit. No, I do not support this deviant lifestyle that you're living. (laughs) He doesn't look 17. Oh my gosh. Ugh. (laughs) 
my stomach. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have some abs. I, listen, my I've been losing my abs a little bit this during this quarantine, but after today, my abs might be coming back. Like, <laughs> I don't have abs, but I do have tits. Yeah, that you do. <sighs> Can we talk about the only reasons you keep me around or for yowie recommendations, media criticism? sass and my ability to cook and bake and my tits i mean like those that's it i mean but what else those are good reasons do i need like this oof oof i mean i'm like i'm a lovely i'm a lovely pair of titties that can bake and eat media yes that's honestly like that's that's all i need i don't i really don't I'm, i'm glad for you I'm, I'm glad that that's all you need. I'm happy for you. <laughs> oh, man. So speaking of. Um, yes. Critiques and things like that. Would, yes. would you. Looking at the time, we've been here for mm-hmm. a couple hours. Would you yes. want to give your story time of the three series that made you walk away? Or do you want mm-hmm. to save that for possibly a live Ooh. You know what? I'm up for it if you're up for it. I'm awake. I can do it. Okay. Okay. So in my 15-year history of reading Boys Love Manga, now there was one fan fiction that made me walk away from fan fiction, and maybe that we can do when we go live. Okay, okay. But there's been three manga, there's been three Boys Love Manga that I've had to put down and walk away from. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jay No Subete. Okay. It's very good. It emotionally traumatized me, but there is a certain scene that does feature a sexual assault with a foreign object. It's a gun. Oh. Oh. And I remember being in college and getting to that scene and having to close out the browser and being like, I need a minute. Yeah. (laughs) I needed several minutes because it's a very emotional series. It's a very, very messy series. Mm -hmm. It's also very long. Uh, Jano Subete is a mess, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that... That was almost like a hate read. Like, after a certain point, I was no longer enjoying it. I just needed to know what was happening yeah. next. But, like, I, I I, could not say that I enjoyed it or that I recommend it. Right. It's, it was like it was like an ordeal that I had to go through. Right. Um, the second one I actually can't remember the title of, but it centered around a dude who had his arms cut off and his semi was way too into it. And I normally don't have an issue with that kind of stuff, but like it was this weird like Venus de Milo thing, and I just needed a break. I I I needed like time. The third I think is actually the most scandalous, and I need to go sojourn to my shelf to pick it oh, up. Hold okay. on. Okay. Oh. Oh God. Where is it? Woo! Found it. Okay, so there's a little bit of preamble with this one. Mm-hmm. So it's called In These Words. 
And basically words. what happened is, is that in these words, so I found this on Amazon and I just threw it on my wish list mm-hmm. because based on like the synopsis, I thought it was interesting. It's basically like the synopsis build it as this cop who is trying to catch a murderer and like it's kind of hot. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I like criminal minds, criminal minds that make it gayer. Right. I'm here for that. So based on the synopsis, I added it to my wish list. And my beautiful then girlfriend mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to get this for Amanda for Christmas. So I received mm-hmm. this manga for Christmas and I'm very excited. My girlfriend is so sweet, got me this manga that I like. Um, I'm I'm living at home with my aunt and my grandmother. And, you know, during that time, my grandmother was kind of ailing and we had a priest over to do a blessing of the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading in these words, which is indeed about a cop and a murderer. And we got to a scene that features kidnapping and rape and some very, very gross uh, emotional manipulation to which I put down the manga. I walked downstairs and I prayed with my Catholic family. It was so bad that I needed the intervention of the Lord. <laughs> I've got to look. Okay. In, <laughs> in these, these words. Words. It was so bad that I had to go downstairs and pray with my family. And I proceeded to go upstairs after praying with my family. And I told my then girlfriend, I hate you. Wow. <laughs> and we spent and we spent the evening uh, saying, I cannot be trusted. Um, so. Why am I? Uh, why am why I? Why are curious? you curious? <laughs> 52. To, OK, no, I'm not that. I'm not that curious. Um, $52. Why are you curious? Ooh, it's a collector's item. Ooh, okay. I, this reminds me a little bit of Killing Stalking. Um, I liked that one. I never finished it, but I did read a lot about, I did read a lot of it. And that was one that I, Mm -hmm. I was honestly like, so... It was it was compelling. I'll put it that way. Like I was mm-hmm. disturbed, but compelled. And mm-hmm. I don't even remember why I stopped reading it. I think I just got distracted with with other things. But like this sounds mm-hmm. like some killing, stalking kind of crazy. Which I do you want a sample? Kind of do, because I am kind of into super. I mean, it it sounds okay. like the framing might be like it doesn't like it's it doesn't seem like it's one that's the framing isn't terrible. Okay, yeah. I can give you a sample. Yeah, because I it has some really like the reviews on Amazon are cr- cracking me up because there's like so many five star reviews. It's not bad. I just it was so out of left field from what I was expecting that I had to go downstairs and pray with a Catholic priest. Wow, I'm very, I'm actually very intrigued now because. Okay. So here's a good one. But I'll go easier on you if you make nice sounds for me, Katsuya. I really like being kind to you. It's wonderfully intoxicating stripping away layers from you, skinning you alive like this. 
That way I can crawl deep inside you, just with a simple connection between our bodies. And then all I need to do is remind you over and over again just whom you belong to until that is all you know. That sounds so manipulative and kind of, kind, kind of hot. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. I may be problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I may be a deviant. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, it's good. Like, there is no part of me that I can say it's bad. Right. It's good. It was just so violently not what I was expecting based on the synopsis right. that was like, I need to take a break right. and I need Jesus promptly. So I went downstairs, did a little prayer, came back up, went back to reading Smut, which is right. about as Catholic as it gets. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm very intrigued. I'm not intrigued enough to pay $52. Um, so I'll have to like... I can send you my copy. You can borrow it. You trust me? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I also know where to find that you. Is very, that is very true. <laughs> I can also hunt you down like a fucking animal. <laughs> that is very, very true. I am like... I'm very... Yeah, I'll send it to you. Oh, wait. Is this like a... Is it like a one volume? Is it like a there, omnibus? There should be another... There should be another volume. I don't think it ever got released in the US, so you might have to pirate. Mm. You might have to pirate. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Do you want to know how it ends? We'll see. Because even I don't know how it ends. Oh, really? I never found volume two. Well, dang. Oh, man. I don't know if I want to read it. Th I'm so intrigued. Uh... uh... There's a hammer in this scene. Oh, I'm so... And a Bowie knife. I wonder if it's... Oh, you know what? I wonder if it's, like, available in... In Spanish. You're cheating using your language abilities. <laughs> That's what I did with um, Twittering Birds uh, Never Fly. I have the... Hell yeah. I have volumes four through six. In Espanol. I hate you. So, no, I, I haven't started. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Bitter hatred. So once I start reading this series, I'll be able to. I mean, it'll take me a little while because I my Spanish is rusty, but it'll be good. It'll be good practice for me. Um, Ugh, bitter yeah. hatred. I don't have. So, I have one through yeah that's what i have one through three in english which is all we have i think in english mm -hmm. you have to yep like you have to buy it in another language so i definitely mm -hmm. went ahead and also the the spanish covers are so much nice like the spanish print they are, are so much nicer than the english one mm -hmm. and mi opinion so so that's story time. I hope you enjoyed the three series yeah. that uh, 
really gave me pause. And uh, when we go live, because I think we're planning a live pretty yes. soon that we'll have some more details on, I will definitely recount the fan fiction that made me recap. Like, I, I literally walked away from fan fiction because of that one. It was that bad. <laughs> I'm very intrigued. I'm, I can't wait for this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you can. I think you can. I think I you mean, can wait. I feel like you were probably surprised um, that I'm very intrigued by this other one that you mentioned. So, you know, you never know. So, so here's the thing. I'm not only because I know that you like messy things. True. And I know that, um, and I also know that because we know each other, I would not give you something that isn't framed appropriately. True. So like, very I'm not true. shocked. Like, yeah, I think, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not that surprised by it actually, because I, I think at this stage we know each other pretty well, yeah. but um, I think what you may have been surprised with is how quickly I was able to bind myself in elastic. I am, yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going through it, y'all. This is, we, we have been on, we have been recording now for. For three hours. Yeah. yeah. We're, it's been a long one, but it's been an I've loved this conversation. This has been so much fun. Um, I'm gonna. Have oh yeah, a blast I've had a great time. This it's gonna take a while to edit. I think. Um, yes, but, but that's, that's okay. That's we fine. did this for you, our listeners. Yes. And it's just it's we have a great time, and I loved this conversation. I'm really excited to hear Same. what everyone has to say because I think that this would be a very interesting. Uh, the comments are gonna be interesting. I hope so. Yeah. But let's keep it respectful. Yes. You know, I understand if you agree or disagree with us, mm-hmm. but uh, let's keep everything chill. We're all adults yeah. here, and I will take your ass to the ground if you're rude. <laughs> I am five. I am five foot one of pure unbridled fury. I have nothing to lose. I have been doing this for fifteen years. Fight me. <laughs> she really. She's like looking. She's like. The quarantine has her. Like, she's like looking come for at, <laughs> she's like, No, I'm always like this. Like, if you look at my panel videos, I have the most intense and severe resting bitch face because I am waiting. And even like, well, I, what do you feel about this? No. Like, you're just wrong. I'm sorry. It's like, well, actually, no. Nope. <laughs> you're wrong. Like, I come at me (laughs) like this is just how i am because like like i said like we this is what fandom has always been Mm. it's been arguing it's been now it's not you know throwing people under the bus it's Mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. you're a pedophile boom leave conversation it's like it's it's fighting with each other it's having those like mock battles because then you learn sort of like uncomfortable animal metaphor but like dogs when mm-hmm. dogs play with each other, they bite because then they learn that they can't bite too hard because mm-hmm. their sibling's going to bite the shit back at them. Right. I think a lot of people on the internet that are younger, they haven't had that experience of being bitten. Mm-hmm. They haven't had that experience of someone telling them, you are fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. So because they haven't had that, they just keep throwing out these words that are increasingly dangerous mm-hmm. and increasingly scary. Like, you don't get to throw around, you're a pedophile. Mm-hmm. You can ruin someone's life. You don't get to throw around words like that and think that they don't have consequences. Yeah. They have not had anyone that has bitten them yet and said, you need to shut the hell up. Right. They haven't been challenged. And I think that that's honestly a big problem. Mm-hmm. So challenge me. 
come at me. Tell me you think I'm wrong. But just know, if you do not have an argument ready, I will take you to the mat. (laughs) (laughs) And I will stand there and I will cackle and just... (laughs) Because I love mess and I'll be like, <laughs> with my popcorn. Because that's, I think that's the funniest part of this whole dichotomy is that truthfully, if you are the semi to me, you have the worst attack, Uke, but you get off on it. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> you are watching like, oh. a Palmeranian take down a coyote and you are getting off to it. And I'm sitting there like, I think oh, that's no. the worst part. Like, oh no, stop. Don't, don't attack don't do that where really i'm like get right him. it's like don't get him get him get don't, her don't don't you bite know, like, oh, no. don't do that <laughs> right but like not doing anything to stop exactly. it either <laughs> yeah you have you have you have a pomeranian who's fighting a coyote at this stage and you're just like oh no, oh, no. stop please <laughs> You've already let go with you've already let go with a leash. You know you're you pulled out a lawn chair. You're just watching at this stage. Getting my pop. Oh no! Please stop! Right? Yeah, snacks. Right. So, but um, yeah, I I look forward to robust conversation. Yes. 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 Um, I look forward to going live. We'll probably announce that soon Mm -hmm, mm because the quarantines made us go crazy. Yeah. Uh, what are we? What are we what are we covering for episode five? What are we covering for episode five? <laughs> I don't remember. Darling, that's why I asked you. Oh. Darling, that's why I asked you. Oh. <laughs> um What are we covering? Do we for episode five? Do we have anything like can we hmm? Can we, are we ready to go into like talking about series, like specific series or do we, we have any more? definitely can. Do hmm. you, you want to, do you want to do our first like manga uh, retrospective? Do you know who is, I want to choose? A... <laughs> is there another option? No. <laughs> so next episode, we're doing a retrospective of Fumi Yoshinaga. Yay! Tired UK is tired. Uh, yay. <laughs> the Seme has gotten her wish. Finally, the Chekhov's gun. We've talked about Fumi Yoshinaga on every episode. And now we get to talk about Fumi Yoshinaga as a mangaka. Some of the series that we love, some of the series that we don't like. Yes. And when is it okay to ever retcon your own series to add in a rape scene because you feel like being masturbatory and self-serving? <laughs> Cough. <laughs> we, I will defend my queen in the next episode. <laughs> and, and just like last time... I look forward to destroying you and Cross. <laughs> no. Oh, that's the sad thing. It's, that's Yeah, that's what's going to happen. But you know what? And it's- just like last time, I look forward to that beautiful face that she makes when she has to go. And I, oop, because I put my dick and my degree down on the table and I hit her with both. <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to.
is that I keep getting these visuals and I- Oh my gosh. Ugh. I'm going this woman is going to die before this podcast is over. I'm going to straight up kill her this before is, this podcast is over. Oh my over. gosh. You know what, y'all? We're gonna go <laughs> We're gonna go. Thank it's y'all late. so much for listening. Enjoy this outro music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all enjoy this outro music. Uh you can find me across the internet mm-hmm. at a Aichi Yume. And on my blog over at Amanda Actually. Yes, and you can find me, you can just Google Mama Loves Manga, honestly, and and, and stuff will and pop up. And she come up. up. She stuff, do come up. And, and, and that's not a flex. That's not like a brag. It's just like, I have done it. I have Googled myself. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, you, Mama Loves Manga everywhere that you can think of, except for OnlyFans. She... Not there yet, um, but this quarantine—the way it's got me considering. <laughs> Ma'am, you don't have anything to show unless you have legs and ankles. Are you gonna show leg? Are you gonna be Naomi Smalls? Yes. Is just gonna be legs into frames? Okay, okay. Well, On that note. someone has to make money in this family. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, We hope you enjoyed your visit to the Yowie Shelf. We'll see you next time. Bye.